Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast with your hosts, Darielle and Brandy, and our show is produced by DJ Durrell. Today, our topic is parenting, and we have our guest today, Bree. Hey. And we also have Lynn in the building, who we just introduced um, on Instagram. She's a new member of our team. So, Bree, tell us a little bit about your business. Hello, everyone. I am Brianna Wade, and I do mink eyelash extensions and makeup. You can follow me on Instagram, Brie underscore bad with two Ds underscore. Okay. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Instagram is Take Control Podcast. And you can search our Facebook group, which is Take Control Podcast. You can email us any questions at takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. So we're going to get into how our week has been. And I wanted to start off by talking about this men versus women discussion we had on (laughs) Sunday. (laughs) Like, I'm just so proud because just in a matter of a couple days, like, I think we had over 300 listens. And just for us starting in October up till now, like, that's a big accomplishment. So yay to us and everybody that was a part of it. But um, did you ladies have anything to say about the show? <laughs> <laughs> I got some issues. I felt like the guys came on and we had a good time. And then Dez posted his preview for his upcoming show. And he called us preposterous. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. Darielle was saying some quite preposterous things. <laughs> Locking people out of your bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um. I'm just going to say that I was on something that day. (laughs) Okay, I just feel like I rubbed a couple people the wrong way, and those are not my intentions. So please forgive me. But I did want to clear up at the end where we all went around in a circle and was saying what we learned from the show. And the guys took it as I was saying fuck guys and all that type of shit. And I was, I really just didn't have shit to say at the moment. Like they asked me too fast. I wasn't prepared. So everybody that was saying we was on some bullshit, y'all can shut up. <laughs> That's all I really have to say. I'm just excited for the next one though. Okay. So let me, <laughs> let me clear this up. I still want to know who was crying during <laughs> sex. <laughs> okay. Y'all didn't let me finish. First of all, it wasn't a boohoo cry. Let's start there. I'm not telling y'all who was crying during sex. I don't kiss and tell. I'll tell the ladies when we're not recording. But it was like a we were going through a lot, like a lot. And I won't get into personal details. And it was just a couple tears. Like, and we're not together now. So, I mean, maybe the poom poom ain't as great as I thought it was. <laughs> but it was in the moment. That's it. That's all. It wasn't nothing crazy. I didn't like make a nigga scream or nothing like that. <laughs> it was just a couple of tears. We were stressed. That's, that's oh, all. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was understandable. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm over. Everybody was hitting our Twitter like, who's crying during sex? We want to know who's crying during sex. Brandy, we need answers. I'm just on our page like, first of all, Brandy not looking at this right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't get on Twitter. I got on there like one of those days it was just like, okay, y'all, this is Brandy. <laughs> I'm not telling y'all. Don't stop asking. But, That's funny. Um, yeah, I thought overall it was a great show. 
We yeah. did good. We um, had a lot of good feedback. Yeah, and we pulled it together fairly quickly. It we was did. A, it was a good show. Yeah, so um, I'm just going to do my shout-out right now and shout-out Daryl because I feel like this show was, like, stressing me out. And I know I get easily stressed, but it was just so much planning and so little time. And I just had like this perfect picture in my head and it did not go as smoothly as I thought it would. But he really helped us pull it together. Like it was almost perfect. So, but now we know for next time what we want, what we don't want. So. Agreed. Yeah. And you know, things don't happen overnight. That's true. So look forward to that, guys. Um, So let's get into our listener questions. You want to ask yours first? Oh, <laughs> okay. So the listener question that I received was from a male listener. And he asked, "Would he? what should he do because his girlfriend never gives him head? Like, at all. <laughs> and okay. I don't know, ladies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, you Honestly, first thing, any sort of desire you have with your partner, you should just express it. Like, you know I agree. What I'm can you can you hit the head real quick? But <laughs> like, if she's not, because I'm assuming he has. No, he. Well, he hasn't. Her. I asked a little bit more because I was curious. I said, "Have you talked to her about it?" And he was like, "No," because then I would feel like it's forced. Like she wouldn't just do That's it. True, cause, just cause you to know, do it. Yeah. If you, t- I think for it to be an enjoyable experience, a person has to want to, to do, do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And clearly, she doesn't want to do it. So, I mean, you got to figure out if that's a deal breaker or you either say, yo, can you know, what's up? They got to have that conversation because maybe she's not comfortable. But or... they've been together for some time. What? But still. How long has he went without head? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He's still getting head, just not from her. No, no. Thing. Listen, listen, ladies, gentlemen, if you don't do it, someone else will. I think that. I know that some females have a thing with not wanting to do it, and that's perfectly fine. And he said that, you know, she'll real quick slob knob just to get it back going, (laughs) but nothing like it's not just she do she'll do it just to do it. So I don't know. I I I said it needs to be a conversation. It does. Mm -hmm. I just feel like from a male point of view, ain't no nigga dealing with no female that's not giving him head. That they love that shit. But from a female's point of view, it's just like, if I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. Like, and if that means we can't be together, then that's fine. Like, well, if she's giving him part-time head, I mean, when, just to get it. Yeah. But, so what is she doing when she's on her period? Like, that's the only thing <laughs> next to do. Her like, we need right, more, we need more information. Okay. Because... <laughs> we need to bring him on the show when we have just a head segment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I've, like, I've had a few guys tell me, like, if you had to choose between the two, sex or head, did they say sex? Me, I say head. But what? That's me. That's but I, I also <laughs> said, I also said on the sex show that I don't always have an orgasm having sex. So, my uterus oh, yeah, is weird. Her so, uterus. <laughs> yes. oh, okay. It's tilted or something, so I don't know. <laughs> so, everybody's different, but I feel like if that's your man and he acting right, like... What's the problem? Give him but head that he I won't forget. Don't mind doing it, so it's not an issue for me. So 
can't I mean, you said if you had to choose. You mean if you had to choose to do it or to no. receive it? No, like, to have sex or give it. Because you was like, what nigga is oh, just not going to yeah. like yeah. get hit? I, a lot of guys would say if they had to choose between sex and head, they'd pick sex. So I don't know. I, I My suggestion was to talk to her. I don't know. Comment on our Facebook group or our Instagram and tell <laughs> our male listener what y'all think he should do. Please, because yeah. I need some answers. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's just not comfortable. I mean, I was at a point where I didn't want to. But, I mean, I guess maybe she's not. Uh, she don't think she good yet. Like, I mean, well, she need to practice. This makes perfect, though. I, you're like, right. But yeah. you also have to want to do it. practice and want to do it. And then also it fucks up your confidence when you feel like you can't do it. And way. if she's being rushed, like, okay, well, babe, can you give me some hair now? Like, she's going to be like, I I mean, I haven't did it in this amount of time while you're asking me now. Like, See, I'm a, I'm an I'm asshole because I told him, I said, well, it would be a requirement for me. So if she ain't doing it, she got to go. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> I mean, We yeah. too old to not be giving hair. I mean, what? Who don't okay. get that? <laughs> but hold on, let me hold on. It needs to be your man, your like, significant other, right? Like, not don't just be giving out free blowjobs, right? It, now y'all know my opinion on that. Oh, if y'all fucking, that's your man. Oh yeah, ding ding ding. ding. <laughs> I mean, you do have to be a special person to receive head. This was probably a terrible listener question for this episode because we're talking about parenting. (laughs) (laughs) It was a question. (laughs) I didn't think about that. Oops. Well, I mean, you got to keep it fun even after you have kids. So, I mean. How did they get here, though? Exactly. Yeah, true. (laughs) That's the best episode of this story. (laughs) If you want to get pregnant, suck some dick. I don't want to get pregnant. Don't suck (laughs) dick. Oh my oh, god! You know what? I'm done with y'all already. Like my mouth hurts. I'm laughing. <laughs> so, did we have? Was there any other? It was the before? second okay. one. So the second one was, what's worse, ending a friendship or a relationship? I say ending a relation. I mean, excuse me, ending a friendship. Okay. They both hurt. They hurt. But if it was a good friend, I would say losing a friendship. Okay. What about you? I think losing a friendship hurts worse because usually when you end a relationship, it's a toxic one. So it's like once it's over with, it's like, mm-hmm. thank God. When I think when friendships end, it's usually over like some sort of miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have an answer. Honestly, I'm, I'm just not so I'm not simple. So it's just like I can oh. see both both Being, sides. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess it just depends on the relationship, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, relationships hurt, too. Like, you mm-hmm. know, just significant other that hurts, too. But it's just two different types of pain, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But I've had friendships that I ended that I really don't give a fuck about. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So It's been those two. I feel like relationships, maybe I haven't, didn't give a fuck about it, but I'm like, thank God this shit's over with. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. it just depends on the person. Yeah. Right. Really. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. I think females should learn to end relationships the way they will end friendships. Like, yeah. females will fall out with their other female friends and be like, fuck that bitch, but be <laughs> quick to stay with a nigga. Like, no. Forever. Let that, let that nigga go. For years and yeah. years. Like, right. <clears throat> yeah, I think that is true. That's very true. And at least when you end it, and then also when you, when females in relationships with their nigga, they're petty too. Because, I mean, with a friend, you just go without talking to her, boom, it's that. But mm-hmm. they be petty when it's with a nigga. Mm-hmm. Meaning, 
Yeah, I agree. So. All right, well, um, we can jump into our topic. So once again, our topic is parenting. Um, me and Bree have kids, and Lynn and Brandy have God kids. So we're all speaking from different points of views. Um, but my first question was, what's the best thing about being a parent to you? They keep me motivated to do better. Okay. And just in an unconditional love. I would say the same thing. My kids definitely keep me keep me motivated. And they're like, their love, like even though I talk about how bad they are, <laughs> they, they're really sweet. Like they really love me unconditionally. Like no matter what I do, it's always at the end of the day. Like I've had Royce, and MJ's starting to do it too, but like, if he see me crying, he's wiping my tears away, giving me a hug. It's going to be okay. Like, they're really sweet. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I could whoop my son Braxton, and he'll come and lay with me. Still crying, lay with me. So, yeah, they can be sweet. How old are your kids? Um, Braxton is three, and Bentley is five. I love their names. So cute. <laughs> Mine are three, and um, my youngest is three, and my oldest is seven. So, um, what about you guys' god kids, nieces, nephews, whatever? I think I have three godsons. Uh, I mentioned them before on the show. I think the best thing about being a godparent, but they're my baby, so I might as well be their mom too. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just like you said, the love that they give. Like I never have to worry about them not loving me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. I'll be on the phone with my friend and the little baby one, Brandon, he'll come out of nowhere and be like, I love you, BB. Like, he thinks everybody she's talking to on the phone is me. Mm-hmm. So just, like, small stuff like that. Like, you always have somebody to laugh with, somebody to play with. And like you said, they get on your nerves because sometimes they get on mine. But, like, they, you always have just, like, someone to hang with. I mm-hmm. think that's the best part. Yeah. Um, Kids in general, because the majority of my life I've worked with kids in some aspect. Um. And I do have God kids. I have two goddaughters. Um, one of them actually, the last goddaughter that I became a godmother to came up to me and was like, Can you be my godmom? She's like, I just so now when on the phone talking to her mom, she's like, Hi mom. She calls me mom. And the first time like, mom was like, What the ah, that's some shit I never heard before we called. I was like, I was like, me? I was like, Oh hey. It's just kids are just so pure and innocent and it's just like you can see the whole world in their eyes. Like mm-hmm. They just, like, anything is possible. The sky's the limit. And it's just, like, that is just so, like, inspiring. Like, so when I'm around kids, I always just feel inspired. And I just want to become a better person and, like, mm-hmm. all of that. So, I mean, I, I love I love kids. I love being a godmother. So. so when it comes to children, like, I know my oldest son, his dad, he tries to be, like, more of his friend than an actual parent. And I feel like that can bring, like, big issues because then they feel like they can get over on you if you're being too nice. And I know, like, with me, when he was younger, because it was mainly me doing everything, like, I was more of his friend. Like, I didn't want him to be mad at me. I didn't want him to hate me. I didn't want him to be angry with me. So it's just like, I would let him get away with so much, but... What are, like, some issues that comes with being your child's friend versus a parent? Um, First of all, being I'm not my kid's friend at all. Of 
course, like there's a time and place where you want to be their friend because when you be when you be when you're um their friend, they don't take you serious. They think they can get over on you, and also the level of respect. Mm -hmm. Like they're not going to respect their friends, so you need to come to them as a as a parent. Whenever, of course, there's a time and place to play, and all of that, but to to get that respect and to know that you're not playing because you can be in public somewhere and you if you've been acting like their friend this whole time why are you gonna get serious now right. because we're out in public with other people seeing me acting like this mm -hmm. so I always remind my kids you know about respect and I I try not to be their friend of course we played but no yeah <laughs> it's hard to for me because I've had a couple times where I've gotten <clears throat> on my oldest son and he's told me that he hates me <laughs> And, you know, the first couple of times, it's like, it made me cry, of course, because I'm just like, how do you feel this way? Like, I do everything for you. You know, all the sacrifices, just everything. And it's like, but you rather, you know, listen to your your dad. And it's like, I don't try to bash his dad in front of him, but it's just like, I be wanting to just be like, your dad don't really do shit. Like, what do you mean? He don't come through 100% of the time. I do. Like, whenever something happens with you, that falls on me. And for you to tell me you hate me because I want you to be better, like, it just hurts my feelings. But now it's just like, it makes me upset, but I don't even take it personal anymore because I know he's just saying that because he's upset, but he doesn't really hate me. Yeah. I think that being friends with your kids is okay to an extent. Like, I, I would want my children to feel like they can talk to me. So that's where the whole quote-unquote friend thing I think is okay with your kids having that level of comfort where I can go to mom or I can go to dad and I can tell them what's really going on. But they need to be able to respect authority. So that's where I cut the line on a friendship. Like, you're not going to talk to me like you're crazy. Right. My godsons, they're two, five, and eight. And, like, the middle one sometimes, like, he's kind of at that stage now where, like, he gets mad and he kind of, like, will stomp around and different mm -hmm. things like that. So it's like you kind of got to check it. <laughs> and the baby does it too. The eight-year-old, he's pretty much cool. Like he's just too smart for his own age. But like the two little ones, they're kind of going through those stages. So it's like their mom, she's quick to check them. Like, no, I will smack you. Like, yeah. don't play with me. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's a fine line. I yeah, think I that's agree. funny, actually. <laughs> like, MJ, he gets these little attitudes, and his, you just hear his little feet like, boom, boom. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> and it's like, I'll be wanting to laugh, but I'll be up to pop him, too. Like, you can't do that. Like, you don't get to have an attitude. Like, it's so irritating, but. I think it's that age, because Braxton, and he has the maddest face. <clears throat> he stopped where he, whatever he got, he put it down. Like, he put it down hard. He don't slam it, but he put it down hard, too. It's just crazy that they got that personality already. Little attitude. <laughs> um, so I wanted to touch on, like, spoiling. Because I know my, my kids are, like, super spoiled. And it's not just me. It's, like, my family as a whole. And even I was spoiled as a kid. And I feel like it damages you, like, as you're trying to become an adult and be independent. So, when you say spoiled, like, in what ways? Okay, so, for example, like, my mom, um, so my de my stepdad played football. And so my mom, she didn't really, like, know how to do hair. She didn't cook or things like that. Like, so we had people clean our house. I never had to clean. We always went out to eat. 
my I always went into the hairdresser and got my hair done. Like we always went shopping. Anything I wanted, my parents had. Like I didn't really have to do anything. I didn't have to work. So then when I hit 18, my mom was like, oh, you 18, you need to go get a job and do this. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, this whole time, you've been doing everything, financing everything. I didn't have to worry about nothing. But now I'm not 18, you just want to be like, throw, throw me out to the woods. And I'm just like, I don't know how to do that. Like, you know, I just wasn't prepared. And I feel like when you spoil your kids, <laughs> like, for now that I'm a mom, when my son is spoiled, they expect to get what they want when they want it right then and there and when they don't get it it's like they're ungrateful they don't appreciate they don't know how to appreciate shit that's a problem mm. and i feel like if it continues then once they get older they're gonna be looking at me like well why can't i have it like why can't you give it to me they're not going to know how to work for something themselves does that make sense mm-hmm. okay i definitely agree um me growing up i didn't have my mom i got five brothers so my mom didn't have it like that, so I, I I, just, we didn't have it like that. So now that I have kids, I want to give them what I didn't have. So the sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. But you got to sit down and think about it because what if something happens where you don't got it? Right. And they're expecting it. that You can't tell them, oh, well, I don't got the money or, you know. So I just try to level it out, like, just to be reasonable because, like you said, they're going to expect it, and I want it now. You've been giving it to me, so why not? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they get older and they need to be on their own, they're going to still look back at you like, okay, Mom, you did this, this, and this. So I think it is spoiling them to an extent, like, so that they would know. And also, like, me spoiling them is, like, a treat, like, a reward. Like, you did good in school. Okay, look, we're about to go to Toys R Us. You could get this. And this is why I'm giving it to you, because you mm-hmm. did this. So, like, when I was potty training... I would give Braxton, we could go to the toy store, we'd get some ice cream or something like that. Like, it's just a reward. It's not just here, you can have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it is. I I don't have kids, but I feel like you want to give your kids the world because mm-hmm. these are, this is who you love more than anything else, anyone else. So yeah. I get how parents end up spoiling their kids, especially if they have it. They're like, I want to give it to you. But like um, Brie was saying, it's like a thin line, like, you know, and it's like spoiling to an extent, like, you know, I'm only going to do but so much. And I'm only rewarding this good behavior. I'm not going to reward you if you're acting the ass or you're wilding out. But as far as, like, as an adult, I was really spoiled, too, growing up. Like, I would work, but my parents would still fill up my gas tank. They would mm. still take me to get my car washed. It's like, I'm working, like, really to just, like, get purses and clothes. And, you know, so I did have that worth ethic instilled in me. But also, it was like, I'm spoiled. So it's like... And growing up, my dad always says, like, I ruined you, I ruined you. Like, because <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm ruined, good. But no, but I see how, it, you know, when you said when you turned 18, you were like, what's going on? So yeah. sometimes, I'm now I'm like, okay, why can't you do this for me? Right. And I'm almost I'm like, okay, why not? <laughs> you got it. I'm the child. You want to give me the world? Let's go. <laughs> so I see, it's, it's such a thin line. It's like, you know, because I realize people who maybe didn't have it growing up, they work like, it seems like a lot harder mm-hmm. than people who did. Yeah. But it's so hard because if you have it, you're going to give it to your kids. Right. right. So, I mean. And then to jump back what she said about, like, they already gave it to you. So, like, everybody thinks that I'm a brat or stuck up because of, because my grand, I'm the only girl. I have five brothers. I'm the only girl. So, I mean, I did get special treatment sometimes, but my grandma, she did it, overdid mm-hmm. it. So, I... I, I can see that brat stuff, but mm-hmm. it can stop you from a lot. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like, that type of... That's why, looking at myself, like, I can't 
have them like me. Yeah. So they need to work to, you know, yeah, yeah all of that. For sure. <laughs> I, I definitely don't want my kids to be like that. Like, my kids, I make my oldest take out the trash. She does the dishes. Yeah. He clean up. I'm about to teach him how to do laundry next. Yeah. I'm sick of doing it. And my youngest, like, he really can't do much, but he'll clean up. And he sees his brother does the dish, do the dishes, so he wants to do it. And then, like, when I'm sweeping, I'll make him hold the dustpan. Like, little stuff like that. Just trying to show them, like, you know, you got to work hard just regardless. And I know me and Brandy was talking about this, but, like, as far as, like, rewarding them, I don't know how I feel about rewarding them for, Things like, grades and mm-hmm. being good. Like, you're supposed to do that stuff, period. So it's just like, okay, you had a good day at school. I'm going to congratulate you. I'm going to pump you up, whatever you need. But it's like, I'm not about to go buy you something every time you do it because it's like, that's what you're supposed to do, right. period. Right, right. That I agree. True. I agree with that. Too. They have a book, like, you know, the five love languages that mm-hmm. you read when you, you yeah. and your partner going through something or in the beginning of a relationship. <laughs> like, let's start this they have, like, love languages for kids, too. And I think it's truly important because you're talking about, like, I'm not going to, like, maybe your child's love language isn't receiving it. Maybe they need to hear just those words of yeah. com- um, affirmation. So I yeah. think that's a good way as well to reward your child for things, even that they're supposed to do, figure mm-hmm. out your child's love language and just pour into that. So. Yeah. Oh, I want to do that. That makes sense. Right. That makes. I, w- sense. I actually do want to do that too. Yeah. I think that'd be so. Good. You can know like what it, what makes your child. Yeah. Think. Yeah, because you saying that, I'm thinking about it every day. I've been good, mommy. Can we go get some ice cream? <laughs> every <laughs> day, I'd be like, what? You like you good, but <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> we had talked about. You said that you had seen a post where the mom was giving her baby girl like a five like was it seven dollar allowance. It was, it was seven. And then it was like, she got to keep $2 um, and do whatever. But the five, it was like, she had to pay rent. Mm -hmm. Like a dollar electric, a dollar water, a dollar gas, stuff like that. And she, I guess she was saying like all the money that she was paying towards the rent, she was actually putting towards her savings. So when she's turned a certain age, her daughter can't have it. Like when she move out, Mm -hmm. when she go to college or whatever. And teaching her responsibility yeah. with That's money. A really, That's, That's a really good, good idea. I How like old that. was she? Where she was like three. Oh, three she she was like, like that around that age, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll post it in our group. Um, but it, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think like, it is because too. my son, like, people give him money all the time just for no reason. Like my stepdad gave him ten dollars and I'm like, why? He was like, I don't know. Like, why would you give a seven year old ten dollars? That's a habit that I think <laughs> that you don't want to start early because see, that's how my parents were. Like anytime I would go somewhere with my friends, my stepdad would give me like fifty dollars. He would just hand me money, hand me money, mm-hmm. hand. and so in my mind as an adult, it's like I can go to my parents and ask them for money. Yeah. And I had to go I didn't stop myself from doing that. Like, no, you can't ask them. Like, you, you're 29. Like, you can't. Horrible. <laughs> That's horrible to start. But it's funny because my dad, me and my stepdad, we were talking the other day. He was like, you could give me $7 every day for the rest of your life, and you still wouldn't pay me back everything <laughs> I can give you. <laughs> And I'm like, I know. <laughs> but I think that's something that you don't want to start early is just handing your kids money because they won't have no concept of, like, saving mm-hmm. or, Listen. you know, or the concept budgeting. Of yeah, exactly. You start to feel like money grows on mm-hmm. trees. Like, growing up, my parents always tell me, like, you just have no idea. You don't understand the concept of money. Like, you have no idea. Like, yeah. you don't understand that yeah. this is $10, but to you... It's just ten dollars to go get toys, but to an adult, this is ten dollars going to feed their family. Like you know, you don't right. you don't exactly. understand yeah. the value of the dollar. So I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, I is. like that too because as kids, we used to get like 
hundreds of dollars, like, period, on special occasions, mm. like little Easter Christmas. egg hunts, we get money in there, birthday, mm. Christmas, my uncle giving us hundreds of dollars, my grandma, like, everybody. And so now that we're older, we still get that, but it's, like, less, and I just be like, damn, I miss being a kid. Like, <laughs> no, for real. Like, for real. we used to have money, and it's like, if I knew back then, like, if I would have been saving, you know how much money I would have? <laughs> you know what? I remember this one time, I couldn't have been maybe like 10 12 and my dad had came down to columbus to come see me and he had brought my stepsister he gave me a thousand dollars like that's how he was he was the dad to just mm-hmm. give you money he gave me a thousand dollars what am i gonna do with a thousand dollars at 10 or 12 years old i went straight right. to the mall and bought all kinds of barbie dolls <laughs> all kinds of just dumb stuff like mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So, just like you said, if you would have, you like, damn, I wish I could be a kid again. Right. Life was easy. Like, it was. I, but see, I think that's when parents are like, well, I hopefully I'm going to be able to do this with my kid. Because it's easy to say what you're going to do until you mm-hmm. get there. But, like, someone gives kids, like, okay, go ahead and give me this money. We're going to put X amount in your bank. Right. And you can have X amount to play with. Exactly. But, I mean, my parents didn't do that. Because when I started working, it, it was supposed to be us to put money into my savings account. Didn't do it. Yeah. Sometimes as a parent, you got to be the one like, look, you mine. Give me this money. Right. I got to start mm-hmm. doing that. Because as soon as my son get a dollar. It's gone. Can we go to the, the store? store? Can we go gone. to McDonald's? Uh-huh. 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 Where you get some money from? Like, <laughs> that. And then recently, so the $10 he just got. He took it to school. I'm pretty sure he was trying to flash it around. Somebody just <laughs> stole it out of his book bag. <laughs> Then I seen some little video and he was making a music video on his phone and he holding the money like this. No. I'm just like, you know what? I'm, every time you get something, I got to just take it because that's ridiculous. That's funny. <laughs> I can see him with his little headphones on. Girl, he is just a hot mess. Like, he got, he need to learn how to save. But I'm not like that either. So it's like, I didn't really understand the importance of saving until now. Like, so... I'm, I just need to do better with them because I ain't there yet. Like, whatever. Um, So discipline. <laughs> do you whoop your kids? Absolutely. <laughs> that is not a question. Um, some things that they do, they need a whooping for them, but then also you can sit down and talk to them. Um, I try to make sure that me and their dad is on the same page. Because I mean he's been away for four years, so mm-hmm. with him being back, we but we all getting used to it. Like with him being around, so um, this week my son Braxton hit the teacher, so I picked him up <laughs> from school. I'm like, he looking all sad, so I know he did something. So I'm like, what? You have a good day? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Any other time he's like, Mom, I did good. Can I get some ice cream? So he gave it away. So the teacher's like, yeah, he refused nap time today. And, um, yeah, he, he, he put his hands on me. I'm just like, I'm, I, I do apologize oh at this God. point because I'm just like, he don't do this at home. Right. And they probably thinking, like, he don't got no home training. He didn't hit me. He refused a nap. <laughs> it's a problem. So um, I took him to his dad or whatever. I'm like, why? Well, on our way there, I'm talking to him like, "Why would you hit your teacher? Like, what happened? She was bothering me." And this is a three year old. A three year old. I said, "What did she do? She was just bothering me." I said, "Okay, well, you got this money to your dad, cause you know, boom." So, I had end up um, dropping him off to his dad, and I had Facetime him. I'm like, "Hey," but I hear Braxton crying. I'm like, "Oh, you whooped him?" 
He was like, no, I'm holding these books. Huh? What books? He had them, like, standing and holding some books, like, two books or whatever. So I'm like, how long has he been doing this? He was like, "He, I, I'm having him do it for 20 minutes. I said, what? His arms hurt, like, 10 maybe, like, he's three or whatever. But I just have to learn, like, I got to back up and let him be a dad sometimes because we may discipline differently, but he, they still need to know, like, that's, you know, so. Mm-hmm. um, I do what, but I try to talk to him, too, or, like, send him upstairs to their room to think about what they did and also take iPads. That's yeah. the, They love them. Give yeah. them here. Like, just send out that. Whoopings, definitely. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that I don't have kids now. Like, sometimes, like, I'm, I'm not with the attitude. Like, I don't understand where little two-year-olds and three-year-olds and four-year-olds and five, where do you get these attitudes from? Like, what makes you think you can have an attitude? Right. You don't oh, pay right. no bills around here. <laughs> no, so, for real. I know there has been times where, like, my God, kids will do something, and my first instinct would be to knock them out. Like, <laughs> I'm going to knock your head off. But I have learned to take a step back. And, you know, I feel like this. Even with them and then how I would be with my own kids, I'm not going to tell you something more than twice. So if you don't listen to me after that second time, I'ma beat your ass. Like Period. Like, Period. You know what I mean? It's the ass whooping. And people, you know, people are so quick to be like, oh, you know, you shouldn't whip your kids, it's child abuse and blah, 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 blah. My mom used to get the belt and beat my ass when I was a kid. And I feel like I'm well balanced. Like, I'm, not, I'm not crazy. So I'm not out here killing people or nothing like that, but I feel like you definitely should talk to your kids. That should be the first thing so that they can understand that they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if they're just not, because like you said, the hitting the teacher like what? and things like that, like I don't want you to grow up to be an adult and feel like you don't have to respect authority or yeah. whatever the case may be. So if that means I got to beat you down, then I got to beat you down. Like, And I feel like when I was a teenager, it went from getting whippings with the belt to, okay, now I'm going to punch you like you a bitch yeah. on the street. My mom has backhanded me literally three times in a row my freshman year of high school because I got smart with her yeah so i believe in whooping your kids i don't think it should be the first resort but definitely if you take me there then you getting beat up absolutely see i didn't get whoopings as a kid like i remember you was living life you was just (laughs) bro you might you should have just went to la because honey life was good (laughs) i just remember my parents each whooping me maybe one time. Like, <clears throat> my mom was good for a pop-in, like, when I got older, but, like, they didn't believe in whooping. So, like, when I became a mother, I'm like, I don't need to whip my kids, you know? But um, when I got with MJ's dad, he came from a different environment where they got whooped for everything. So it was like me and him kind of battled a little bit about how we would discipline because I'm like, oh, yes. they don't need to get their ass whooped. But now I'm just to the point where my son is so out of control. Now I, I don't even need him to whoop him. I'm getting a fucking belt and I'm whooping your ass. Like, but he almost that age too where I'm going to I'll be ready to punch his ass too. Like, And it's just like sometimes I choose not to do nothing at all because I'll be so mad. Like we went through that hitting phase when he was in um, daycare. He used to, he'd hit a pregnant teacher before. Like, and I touched on this a little bit on my venting episode, just, you know, the frustrations were dealing with him, but he used to put his hands on his teachers. Then when he got to elementary, um, it's not, he don't really put his hands on teachers now, but it's more of like, 
he's defiant. He doesn't listen. He be running out of the classroom. He be kicking stuff, throwing the teacher stuff. Like, he is out of control. Like, he legit has anger problems. It's it's horrible. Like, it's I don't even want to get too deep because it's emotional, but, like, it's bad. <clears throat> I, that school calls me every single day, like, almost every day. And it's just frustrating. <clears throat> See, in a situation like that, I don't I don't feel like, whooping is the answer at that point mm-hmm. like if you feel like he has anger problems then i think that you should take him to go talk to somebody yeah like, like I have he a, has a counselor he yeah. deals with counseling at school he's on a behavior plan like it's so much shit invo- involved it's just a big fucking mess yeah like i just don't even know what to do at this point because it's frustrating like and i just feel like it's just come to a point where i like i've had to leave class multiple times work multiple times and then that's affecting you know me trying to work and get my degree on because i'm always running up to your school like i don't know yeah oh my god i'm scared but yeah (laughs) so i I try to i got him a journal he be writing in his journal so he can express himself because i don't think he knows how to express himself in a positive way Mm -hmm. see i think that's a good idea that's a great that's a good idea Because some people, I feel like they will hit their kids just out of frustration because they yeah. don't know what else to do. And it's like, that's not a good idea either. I've been there. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've been in I've that place too because it went from, you know, people feeling like, oh, every time he does something, he need a whipping. But I'm like, it's deeper than him just. It's, than it's way deeper than that. I don't have that's to whip him all the not, time. Yeah. yeah. That ain't, like, it's not helping. I've got more better results with me just making him sit in his room and just staring at the wall. Yeah. Like, so it, I just base my punishment off of what he's done. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't believe in whooping him all the time at all. Yeah. Yeah, because like she said, frustration, that frustration is crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially when you you fed up with it. Cause I've been there. I've yeah. whooped them just off of frustration and I feel so bad crying like, God, I just whooped them. I'm so sorry. Like Yeah. Like when it's I'm just, to that point I won't <laughs> even do it. Yeah. I, it just away. Yeah. Because yeah. nowadays you whoop your kids, you liable. You would go to children's yeah. services. They calling the kids. You gotta be the one to call the cops on you. Yeah, yeah. you gotta find like some sort of balance. And you know, so I definitely always tell parents because I work with families and stuff. I always tell them like, listen, don't punish them. Just like I tell people in relationships, when you're at your height of frustration or emotions are running high, take a step back, mm-hmm. yeah. right. breathe in, and then you know, and then try to reassess the situation, and then. Either whoop or communicate during see, that time. Not to get off topic, but see, I feel like I be trying to breathe when I be having arguments and relationships. <laughs> like, you just don't leave me alone. <laughs> then next thing you know, I just flip out. So it's like I be but trying that, to. I mean, now that's what I be trying to do. Yeah. And then they be like, "No, come here, let's talk." No, there's not a good time mm-hmm. to talk right now. <laughs> they don't be trying to hear that. Uh, I ain't gonna touch on that because I can be violent <laughs> when I'm angry. <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter who it is, but it's like if I'm at that level, yeah, I'm not going to argue with you back and forth. I just be ready to smack. Yeah, that's at this you point, step back. yeah, I'm, I'm a firm opponent of stepping back, reassessing the situation, because then that's when you do some shit. That's when people black out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what did you just do? Like, yeah. I don't know. I blacked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've done that before, and I like threw something or did I hit the wall and put a hole in my mom's wall or something See? I was so mad and she came home like what the I was like I, it was an accident that's how people was going back like going back to like 
getting whooping. I did not get whoopings growing up either, but I think it's because I didn't do anything, and I mm-hmm. don't really think I did much because I was just afraid of my parents, period. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have to even instill the feeling God in me because I was already, like, shook. Like, there'd be sometimes maybe I'd say some little things to, like, my father when he wasn't letting me do stuff. I'd be like, what you gonna do? You ain't gonna, like, all you can do is beat me and I would, like, run. <laughs> I used to do the journal thing. I used to write the craziest shit about my parents in my journal. <laughs> so that was what I think I didn't act out because mm-hmm. I was writing in. So when you talk about you got your son a journal, yeah. it was writing. That's when I was like, I can't stand my black ass daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my fucking nerves. I am like 11. It's like doing that. Like, because that's how I was able to express myself yeah, like, versus yeah. acting out. Mm-hmm. I was just writing the biggest hate letters and they found it like two days before Christmas. Oh, fuck. All my letters. And you was, ain't getting no gifts. I mean, I done called my dad everything under the book. And I, I love your dad. Like, your dad like, is so nice. Dick sucking ass nigga. Like, <laughs> I got my ass beat when I was a kid too, so that's probably why I'm like, well, I'm gonna whoop yeah, your okay, ass whoop and talk. Ass. Yeah, I'm okay with whooping, but I'm gonna talk to him first to let him know why, because my mom would just whoop my ass. Like, See, I feel like I, I only got whoop. I can probably count on one hand how many times my mom had to hit me, but like, I, I'm the baby, oh, and my gosh. older sister, she used to try my mom. When I say she used to <laughs> try my mom, and Diana's crazy, like so, she used to beat the shit out of my sister, and I would see it, and I and think it just, it just traumatized me, so it would just be like. Nope. Ain't gonna, nope, we ain't gonna cross that line. <laughs> and then, the times I did, she got my ass together real quick. So, yeah. yeah. I think MJ gonna be like that. Because when I be pulling out the belt, he be like, oh, <laughs> like, boy, go on. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't want to <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to get him together. I ain't trying to have two badass kids. Like, he'll try some stuff because he sees Royce. But I be trying to get him together real fast. So he get little pops in the leg. Every time you stomp them little feet, cross them arms, I'm popping you. Like, I ain't going for that. Not at all. My boys are like night and day, though. Like, Bentley, I would yell at him. He's hurt. He would already be boohooing. Like, you're not that hard. I didn't even whoop you yet. Right. I didn't whoop you yet, bro. <laughs> so how do you, how important is it to talk to your kids in, like, a certain manner? I know I was telling Dario, like, I've seen, like, videos on social media where people will, like, cuss at their kids. Oh, you little nigga, you little bitch. Like, you know what I mean? They talk to their kids like that. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. I cuss around my god kids, and I'm trying to learn not to because they repeat me. And I remember one time I had, we was, I was going to the ATM, and I hit the little pole trying to pull up to Aiden. Aiden was like, shit. I'm like, damn it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't cut. Like, and... Brandon, the little baby, he just spits everything back out that you say. So it's like I'm learning not to cuss around them because I don't want them going to school like, fuck you. Because like, yeah. I'm quick to say fuck something. So <laughs> okay. I don't want them to go to school talking like that. So do you do you guys feel like it's important to watch what you say or, you know, how you say certain things to your kids? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Sure. Absolutely. Because my kids do the same thing. They pick up. Like when I be like, I'm going to whoop your ass. MJ be like, I'm going to whoop your ass. I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, And once again, in Royce's, I be in Royce's phone, and he be making little, he think he's a YouTuber. 
<laughs> and he be in there cussing. Like, so they pick up on that stuff. But I know with me, like, I've been a cusser since I was a baby. So it's just, it's, <laughs> it's in my genes, you know? So I think my first cuss word was shit. Like, you know, it's just in me. I can't help it. And sometimes I don't even notice when I do it. But, like, when I get so mad at them, I be cussing. And it's just like, I'll be like, damn, my bad. Like, it's hard. Shit. Yeah. yeah I, I always def- say that I won't cuss when I have kids. Like, that's my biggest thing. But I realize I have to stop cussing now. Now. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not sure. like automatically you or mom and they're like, I'm just not going to cuss ever in my life again. But I have to stop now. But my my mom didn't cuss around me at all. She still doesn't to this day. Yeah. But I still picked up on cussing. Like, so it's like, I feel like. Yeah, he looks to get in trouble with cussing around the kids. <laughs> but I feel like no matter what, kids are gonna learn it from mm-hmm. somewhere yeah. nowadays. It may not be from the house, but it may be their friends cussing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes though, the conversations you have, maybe it's not even the cuss word. Cuss, yeah, the conversations you have in front of kids, I think, is something that people don't think about. Like, especially yeah. you have your kids, like you said, your son is seven. Mm-hmm. And your son's five, so like even the conversations that you have around kids, they may not even know. Like we talking about adult business, yeah, grown up business. Because I know back in the day when it was adult conversing, you gotta leave, talking, yeah. Like, yeah, get out. Well, that's the part where that friend stuff, that friends and parent yeah. thing, go upstairs. Yeah, don't do what yeah. kids do. Don't be down yeah. here with me. Get out my mouth. Yeah, yes. my kids so. be all in my conversation. They be, as soon as my phone rings, who is Who's that? that? Yeah. <laughs> like let me who find you out you're paying my bill. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. Is it funny to y'all that? I noticed I be talking to my grandkids. I'm like, damn it, I'm old. I hear myself saying some of the stuff my mom used to yeah. say. Like you said, like I'm doing kids doing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm old. Like, yes. I noticed James, the oldest one. Me and Ashley will be in the kitchen talking about something, and then he'll come in the kitchen. He'll just stand there, and then we don't even notice him at first. And then I'll be like, go, go upstairs. Yes. Like she be like, you get out of grown folks. <laughs> and the thing is, they repeat stuff. Like my oh, son yeah. will hear my conversations go to another family member and run down my whole phone conversation. Like, you need to mind your business and quit telling me what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. he, they just so damn nosy and they just run their mouth. Like, I'll be yeah, so mad. I, yep, those are both for my kids, even Bentley. He's the main one. He act like he don't, he ain't listening. He'll go run my, to everybody. <laughs> I remember um, I had gotten into it with my grandma and I was on the phone talking and then he went back and told his grandma. Uh, my mom told me, my mom said Nana was mean and <laughs> to shut the fuck up. I'm like, bruh, <laughs> why are you cussing? Like, it's just, smart I try not to, I really get so, I do get super mad sometimes and I do cuss. I'm trying to learn not to. That's just a, a part of just having more patience and fixing that mouth. Like, yeah. it's, stop cussing with your friends too. <laughs> Cause you, it, you, it's not gonna be able to cut it off that quick. Like, oh, I'm yeah. not gonna cuss at home in front of my kids, but you're out with your friends. Like, oh, bitch, what's up? Right. You know, yeah. like, bitch. So, how do y'all feel about parents? Cause I've seen it. Like, I've been at a store, you know, and I'm just minding my business, and then I hear like parents literally like cuss their child out, like, like. What the fuck? Get your fucking ass over here, you fucking dumbass! Like, and I turn around thinking like it's got to be another person, right. it's like and a little two year old, and yeah. I'm like, I, that is so not appropriate. <laughs> I think that's crazy. Yeah, I think that that yeah. is really crazy, and she needs help. Yeah, that's yeah. I've seen so it like, on Facebook too, and people like you know social media is crazy. Yeah. I've seen it on Facebook too, where they're talking to their kids, like they'll talk to somebody on the streets, like. That's why they're about to go show their motherfucking ass. Yeah, and that's why they're yeah. gonna talk to, and that's that's another thing they're gonna yeah. talk to you like that, right? right. 
I think it creates like a insecurity, you know what I mean? Because you're yeah. embarrassing your child at this point. You know Absolutely. what I mean? There's no need to talk to them like that in public. And I used to be one of them people who were like, I don't understand why people just let their kids fucking scream in the store. They, they fall out on the floor. <laughs> I'm like, see, I'm going to be the mom to kick the little, the little kid. Like, I'm going to get up. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But now I understand that sometimes you have to just let them act yeah. stupid and you have to ignore them. That's how they stop mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. But like the whole, get your fucking ass. You can't talk to your kids like that. Yeah. And then I think that that's which we'll get to that here in a second, but I think that that's what creates bullies. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that too, because your mom, your mom did bullied you all your life. Right. And talking to you like that, that dude, yeah. Can we touch on, though, because you made a good point about, like, embarrassing your child. How do y'all feel about when people post their punishments on oh, social media? Yeah, I... I don't kid. agree with it. Like I, their uh, haircuts and stuff. I just I think that is just extra. Yeah, like I why? Because the then on top of this, you're embarrassing them at school. Like yeah, they messed up. Like yeah. just get on them. I just feel like <sighs> certain stuff need to stay in home. Like, yeah, absolutely. Or the po- the girls holding the posters. Like yeah, I twerk. Like yeah, since you want to twerk on social media, now you gotta hold a poster talking about you. Or I, like, I you don't know, think that that's okay. It's like, I feel like they're doing it for social media because yeah. nowadays social media is everything. Like, that's who people are now. Mm-hmm. So they got to prove themselves to them. This is mm-hmm. what I'm doing to my kid. Right. I am a good yeah. mother like that. Right. And I don't, that's not right. Yeah. I hate it. I, when my son was, that's crazy because when my son was holding the books, his dad put him on Snapchat. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Can you, Please take that down because that for one, it's nobody's business. Yeah. Right. And then for two, just they're nosy as fuck. People right. can't wait to see something or to talk about something. Just take it off. Yeah. I just feel like social media is can be the devil at a point in time. Man, people that don't know their self, they're going straight to social media, like the signs and all the haircuts. I just think that is so extra yeah. for yeah. no reason. And it's not proven that you're a good parent at all or right. you're disciplining your kid. Like that it's not proven nothing for real. Yeah, I don't think that that's a form of discipline is to at all. embarrass your kid publicly or you know what I mean, even privately sometimes you can say things to your kids when they do something and it might mess them up in the head, which yeah. goes back to being very careful how you talk to, to your, your kids. kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had people tell me a lot of the times, like, don't call your son bad. Don't say you're a bad kid. Yeah. So it was like, as I'm talking to you and trying to get you in check, I'm still letting you know, like, you're a great kid. You're smart. You can right. do better. Can, I yeah. know you can do better. Yeah. You're better yes. than Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I, yep. My grandma actually did tell me don't call my kids bad because one day the three-year-old, Dad, am I really that bad? Yeah. Like, yeah. so you have to you just watch, watch what, what you, you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can speak things into existence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had that issue with one of my god kids. He was starting school, and, like, he just, he wasn't listening. Like, he was just starting kindergarten. He wasn't listening to his teacher, not following, just kind of doing what he wanted to do. And that's how he is at home. Like, mm-hmm. he just kind of does what he wants to do. Like, you may want to try to tell him something, and he won't put his phone, put the phone down or something like that. So, like, we were struggling, like, with what we should do with him because you don't want to whip him, you know what I mean, because you need him to understand the problem and get it. And then we sat down and talked to him. I'm like, look, you're a great kid. You're going to have an amazing week. You know what I mean? So, and he's good with, like, he'll be like, well, baby, I'm going to pray. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, like, it, it worked out. Like, we sat down and talked to him and told him how amazing he was and told him he could do better. And then ever since then, he hasn't had any problems in school. He comes to me and be like, BB, I got five stars on my dojo this week. Can I have $5? Because I told him, I bribed him at first. Like, if you get five stars, I'll give you $5 for each star on your dojo. So, your mom's going to let me know. He's like, okay. And he'll come tell me, like, I got five stars on my dojo. I'm like, good job. Aww. So, yeah. That's cute. Kids are so cute. <laughs> So, do you guys believe in, like, um, 
So, like, if your kids are doing sports or any type of extra activities, like, when they get in trouble, do y'all, like, take those things away? Or do you think that's, like, a good form of punishment? That's something that they like. So, take it away from them. I think that that is a perfect punishment, for real. It's actually better than the whooping. Just like you said, putting him in his room and letting him just stare at the wall. Like, that, they love playing football, basketball. That's stuff that they like to do. So, absolutely, you're not playing it. Yeah. Wait till next season. If you want to mess up, yeah, because that's a, that's re- that's a reward, and you got to pay for stuff like that too. It's not free. Yeah, my thing with it is like my son, um, he liked playing football, but when it came to like practice, he didn't want to run. So like, I wouldn't mind still taking him to practice sometimes. Like sometimes I did make him stay home from practice, but it hurt him more to not get in the game. Practice ain't really hurting him because, right. like, he don't want to run anyways. But I just make sure his coaches know he got in trouble, so be on his ass and make sure he's running when he's supposed to. But me not taking him to practice, sometimes it made him upset, but it hurt him more than not going to the game. So I'll let you go to practice and run because you don't want to do that. And then when the game comes, you sit and you're not getting in. Period. Yeah, so, that's. Yeah. I think that was good. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea. I know I feel a way about grades in sports. Like, I feel like... I want my kids to be better than average. Mm-hmm. So, like, a D, I'm not accepting. You're playing sports, you're not playing. I don't care if it makes you eligible, you're not playing. Yeah. And I've a lot of people don't agree with me on that, but that's just how I feel. Like, I hate to see young black athletes be good in basketball and be good in football, but you can't read a sentence or you don't understand proper grammar. That bothers me. So it's like I'm not raising somebody that can just – throw a ball you yeah. know I, I'm not doing that so I feel like if you're great if you can't maintain I'm a, I will accept a C I will accept a C but a D I'm not accepting I feel like if you can't main and I really want a B or an A but I feel like if you can't maintain your grace then you can't play sports mm-hmm. I agree see I don't know if it's with high school or if it's just like college or if this is just on TV but like I feel like they only it they can only it's okay for them to do the bare minimum to be able to play. And mm-hmm. I think they should raise the standard. Yeah, yeah, like a 2.0. Like, bro, what? Yeah. That's like, you can still get these on the 2.0. Yeah. But so. the thing about it is, let's be realistic. And, of course, I would want my children to be, like, extremely smart and intelligent. But, I mean, sometimes. That's not the case. But that's not, not everyone's good academically. Yeah. But yeah. still. Not everyone can take a test. As long as I see, I guess what would be my thing is I need to see your effort. I need to see you putting forth an effort. I need to see you trying. Mm -hmm. And then, because there's some people that can read, read, try, try, and they're still not going to. Yeah, yeah. So, so therefore, you need to focus more. Well, at that point, he don't need to be playing no sports. You need to be focused on his reading. Like, that's what we're going to spend our extra. That's that's what we're going to (laughs) spend. He's not a I don't know. I just but feel like that's what we're going to spend our extra time the on. The next LeBron James and not Barack Obama. They're both great men. We need them both. Yeah, but right. I, but I think you have I, a I point that. with the effort. Like, if I see you're trying, like, yeah. for example, I get to a certain point in math, and math is just not my thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it is never not, it was never a situation where I wasn't trying to learn. Yeah. I think, one, it was who was teaching it, because it was sometimes I would get it, because I understood what the teacher was saying, mm-hmm. and sometimes I didn't. So, yeah. I think if the effort is there... And it's just something that you can't pick up on. Then I can understand that. But if I know you're being lazy yeah. and you're now not that's trying, thing, yeah, yeah, that we not that's not yeah, fine over you're here. You're picking and choosing to do sports over your academics, yeah. But I think as parents, we also need to know, like, of course, we want our child to be like the next best thing, the smartest, brightest, mm-hmm. 
crown in the box, but sometimes we got to look like, okay, well, wait, is my child trying? Maybe my child is not gifted academically, but my child's gifted musically. Yeah. Or maybe my child's not gifted musically, but maybe um, athletic-wise. So it's like you got to kind of tap in to see what it is about That's your true. child. And That's try to bring true. that out. I agree with that. But then again, it's just like, well, we're going to focus a little bit more on this subject, right. too. Right, yeah, because yeah. you still like, need good grades. Yeah. You still need to get yeah. good grades. See, my parents, they... <laughs> Just living the life, girl. I was like the dummy child. I was like the <laughs> dummy child, like the tester, you know. Get you the oldest. And yeah. So that you are you were the tester. I was, exactly. <laughs> so it was just like my mom just if I wanted to quit something, she let me quit. That's why my commitment issues. Like I can't stick to just one mm-hmm. thing and stick it out because out. it's yeah. like if as soon as I get tired, I'm done. Like mm-hmm. and she allowed that. When it came to come to grades, okay, you can get some C's. I don't care. Like, she never sat down with me, checked my homework, did my homework. She mm-hmm. wasn't that type of parent. So it's just like, I was just able to be like, oh, if I did bad, I ain't getting a report card. She, okay. Like, she didn't really start caring about that shit until my senior year. Because <laughs> I was like, like mom, too so late close now. to not graduating because I didn't go to class. Like, So do you feel like you're... And I think this is a good topic to reach on, too. Because I feel like each child gets a different parent. Like, the parents that I had are not the parents that my mom, even though my sister and I have the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way they raised me, I feel like, was completely different than the the way they raised my younger brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I was raised was completely different than how my older siblings were raised, too. So sometimes I feel like, damn, I look at my younger brothers, and they getting, like, damn near 4.0s at Ohio State. I'm like... That's because how y'all raised them. Y'all gave them a whole different set of opportunities, a whole different set of, like, experiences and everything than I, what I had and what my older siblings had. I was like, damn, like, y'all got the best set of parents. Yeah. Well, y'all got the same mom and dad, but y'all got the, the best version of them. Yeah. yeah. And I right. think it, it I goes think to true. how far you are, you know, age-wise with your siblings. Me and my sister are 11 years apart. Yeah. Generation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm sure, like, I feel like when I talk, like, I feel like my mom is kind of like, scared to talk to my sister about certain things like mm-hmm. my sister will do some things that my mom don't like but mm-hmm. she don't know how to talk to her and i'll be like mom you are the parent like stop you know mm-hmm. be like don't nobody care if you hurt her feelings like yes. you hurt my feelings <laughs> yes so yes. like but that was her baby and she yeah. was young when she had her so i think she like kind of coddled her more than she did me but let my sister tell her everybody spoil me and i'll mm-hmm. be like no. no. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same yeah. way. Yeah. My, my older siblings, they're like, oh, we can't. This is like a fragile. Like, probably how they treat you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, she wanted to quit. She can quit. I'm not going to push her on the grades. It was like, but then yeah. it comes down to, like, probably your younger siblings and you and I. And it's just like, listen, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. This is how I feel about it. I'm going to say what I want to say. Your feelings are... Hurt, too bad, so sad, move along. And then they find some happy medium with your younger yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the youngest set is just like, they get the perfect, yeah. the perfect version of the parents. So. Well, see, my mom had, um, my sis- they're twins. Mm-hmm. So they're, we're 12 years apart. And with them, she's just like, they have to get good grades. She made them do track, and they hate it. She will not let them quit. Like, they have to do track all year round. Oh it's gosh. not at school. They're doing track over the indoor track, outdoor track, all types of shit. Like, they just have no choice. She is making them do it. Do it. So, they like, they have jobs and everything. You want something, they wanted some bundles, go work at McDonald's. Like... <laughs> <laughs> And then you was just like laid back on your throne. 
quit in sports. Yeah. Every day. Every like, week. Fuck yeah. 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 So we pack hair, some Remy hair. You was getting Yes. <laughs> you had to work. Like, it was a right. life. Like, my mom made them wear crochet braids forever and then as soon as they got a job they could get some bundles yeah. like <laughs> so how oh. do you feel like the difference is going to be between you guys as adults because they're still kids so you feel like they're going to be completely i think they're going to be so successful and i'm just still going to be you know, <laughs> figuring, <it out. laughs> figuring my shit out <laughs> working this job and that job and just still not happy <laughs> they're going to be doctors and lawyers they got big dreams and, and you know whatever it's cool they gonna be able to leave the state to go to school. My mom didn't. I couldn't even go to Toledo. Like, <laughs> just fucked up. I ain't have Did no choice. Did she ever choice. talk to you about that, or do you ever talk to her about that? Yeah, like, about she the way she me you were the dummy child. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So now that just you like, see that, can you now try to like interpret that into your that parenting? Into your, yeah, into yeah. Your parenting. I mean, naturally. I feel like I baby my youngest more. And I just feel like, I, I think I'm two different parents to them as well. Mm-hmm. Because with my oldest, like I say, his dad wasn't really around. He was in and out of jail. And it he didn't really step up until my son was like three plus. So I had like a lot of family around me. Like his dad's family, they stepped up. So mm-hmm. they would get him like for a month since like I had him up until... I don't know, some years. But, like, so I always had a break. Like, and I was, like, 21, so I was kicking it. Like, and with my youngest, his dad don't have a big family. So it was like, he got to be with me. My oldest son, he got his dad's family. My Mm -hmm. family, I feel like they show favoritism. Shit, they like him more because he was the first, like, grandkid. So it's like, they called to get him. And so MJ is with me all of the time he's always up under me and I've had people tell me like I only thought you had one kid like because you post him on time but I was just like they're just two different kids Royce hates pictures MJ loves pictures oh I post God. MJ more he's with me 24 7 he's mm-hmm. not in daycare mm-hmm. Royce goes to school during the day so it's right. just like I don't know I feel like I baby MJ more I feel like me and him naturally have more of a connection because he's like yeah. a lovey dovey that connection is and he's real a baby too. he's just my yeah. baby it's crazy. like and with Royce is like I feel like I try to make him I'm just kind of like okay go yeah, do I, your thing be independent you know I think me and my right, mom have a but. different relationship than my mom and my sister when it comes to that like me and my mom can literally talk about any and everything and like my mom can't talk to my sister about everything yeah. she's like uh, well you know I got different and she'll say it like you know I got different relationships with, with both yeah. of y'all so she's yeah. like some things I can bring to you some things I can bring to her different things like that so maybe that's the baby thing yeah man because this is me and Braxton. Like, Bentley be like, Mom, come on. I'm leaving. Go to his godmoms every weekend. If I could come back, um, it's going to be night, day, night, day. Then you could come get me. <laughs> like, okay. Like, he be he be wanting to leave. But Braxton, he be like, no, Mom, I'm going to stay with you. Yeah. Or, so everybody, my cousin's like, if I upload a picture of Bentley, she's like, favoritism. I mean, if Braxton, she be like, favoritism. <laughs> it's not really favoritism because, for one, I breastfed Braxton. So he's more on me mm-hmm. than, because Bentley... Was too big, couldn't do it. Yeah, but Braxton, I did, and I feel like he's super attached to me, so he's like always with me. I'm always uploading pictures of him, and I even be trying to get Bentley to stay home. He be like, no, yeah, Royce like he's just like, and they're there's no other. They're the only guaranteed kids on both, not on both sides, on their dad's side. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's just a spoiled. So you feel like you have a, a closer connection with the baby? Yeah, definitely, because so like, he's just it's always the baby there. Or it's just the personality. I think I it's both. For yeah, because okay. the because my because we we have the same birthday. I had him on my birthday. Oh, like so I had a, him on so my birthday. So me and him are just like I don't know. It's his personality too. Because people always say like I don't have a favorite child. Like that's like. But I I don't want to say I don't want to say I don't want to say he's my favorite. Like. We have a different And connection. also, <laughs> with ben, with my older Bentley, he's five. I was 20, I was 20, 21 when I had the baby. I was kicking it. Y'all want the baby? Go ahead. Yeah, right. let's go to the yeah. club. Like, now Braxton, he was out. I'm like, we're spending time. Like, it's it's yeah, the age, yeah. too, because now I'm older, so I know. But before, yeah. I'm like, oh, let's kick it. Like, yep, y'all ready to go? I think I was not even six weeks postpartum, and I was in the club. <laughs> like, that is not okay. Looking back at that, like, what, what, what are you doing? I didn't let MJ go nowhere <laughs> at all. Oh, he could not stay in nobody's <laughs> house at all. And I breastfed him too. I didn't breastfeed. Royce didn't want to be breastfed. So, yeah. yeah. It was just like, no, he couldn't go nowhere. And I think for some people who have kids by different people, like the level of involvement with the father mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. a part in how you treat mm-hmm. your kids too. Like I know like some mothers might overcompensate with one kid if the yeah. dad's not around compared to the other father. Oh yeah. Different mm-hmm. things like that. So I think that probably mm-hmm. may play a I role mean, too. yeah, but some people do it in a malicious type of way. Yeah. Yes. People don't. Like I didn't have his dad, so it was like I only have family to help me. Like I always say my grandma is Royce's mom. That's his other mom and his dad. Like we're both his mom. I lived with her when I had him, so, like, that's her baby. Like, that is her baby. So it's like, I am raised raised him with her, like, not yeah. his father. So it's just like, he had other places to go to where versus, like, I had MJ's dad with me, so it's like, yeah. he really didn't need to go nowhere else. Yeah. And then the family probably was still like, well, y'all together, so you got, y'all got this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you had the other one, like, oh, because I felt the same way, kind of similar situation with my mom. And my older sibling, my older sister, and versus I, like the whole family kind of raised mm-hmm. my older sister mm-hmm. because it was like, okay, this is the collective effort, effort here. here. Like yeah. aunts, uncles, we're all going to like raise this yeah. child. Yeah. But then I would feel slighted, which I'm sure MJ may one day feel slighted because it's like, damn, what about me? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, I got my dad around, but I still want the love I and affection. I want to with grandma. Yeah, right. I still want the love oh, and affection yeah. from my other family, like, my older sibling gets it, but I think that's just, like, an instinct that families do. I don't think it sometimes is done maliciously. Yeah. But it's still, being the younger child's like, damn, y'all love me. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's it's a balance thing. Like, it's just, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I keep, I said the other day, like, nobody could pay me to have another kid. <laughs> I just want to end my free child as being a mom. <laughs> <laughs> That was a long free trial, girl. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Like, I love my kids to death. I will go to war over my kids, but it's just so much. And it pisses me off when I see people on the internet that post kids like, oh, they're cute. I want one. It's not a fucking toy. It's not a puppy. Bruh. Like, this is real ass <laughs> shit. Like, y'all just don't like, understand. It's not all laughs and giggles and cute pictures and matching outfits. That's what the <laughs> fuck. Like, it, whoever does that, kudos, kudos to you. Because I'm telling you, I'll be there too. Like, it's just, it's stressful, especially when you're doing it by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, that plays a big part. It's just like, damn. I really think that's why I don't have any. Because all my friends have kids. I have multiple kids. And I see what they go through. And I just be like, damn, I wait it out. Like, if I 
could have it my way. I want my kids to be in a two-parent household. I want me mm-hmm. and the father of my child or my husband to have a solid foundation because I don't want to do it by myself. Like, girl, period. At all. Yeah. That's that's so shit, yeah. Restful. It, I can only imagine when people ask me, like, well, why don't you have kids? I'm like, honestly, I haven't met somebody that I wanted to have kids, kids with. Because that, to me, is like the biggest thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I haven't met someone who I'm like, I want to have kids with you and I want us to stick it out and have a family because I know, like, the single parent thing. I know it's hard. Yeah. yeah, and then on top of that, like, you're right, the single parent thing because their dad was away Thank God it's by the same person. <laughs> but he was away for four and a half years. So I had to take a step back. Like, damn, I got to do this by myself. Like, had to get on a routine. Had to get on a schedule like this, this, this. Like, mm-hmm. just because, like, it's stressful. It Sometimes you want to give up. Like, yeah. all right. Granted, you got your family helping you. But then you got to think, like, they didn't have these kids with me. Yeah. Like, I got to still figure this shit out. Whether it's with, like myself at this point and so with him being around it is so much help like i even noticed myself crying like dang like it really i mean it's getting better like mm-hmm. i don't gotta do this by myself because there was times when i'm just like man if you come get them or like it just it's emotional it, it gets you super emotional because it's not like i love my kids i'll do whatever i whatever for them but it's just a different type of stress the different type of feeling like can you just come get them? I just need a break. I need I need a drink. Yeah. And a drink don't even solve it. You just be like, it's temporary. Just something. Yeah, That's very what my temporary. Tells me all the time. She was like, I'm going to be there for you when you have kids because you don't understand how hard it is. She was like, I can just picture you going to want to wash your hair and you're going to be able to wash your hair because that baby ain't going to stop crying. I'm going to be there for you, girl. Like, <laughs> for real. Like, that's, but y'all yeah. make it happen. Like, yeah, kudos. Y'all make it happen. Kudos, like, kudos. Yeah. And the shit, it, sometimes it look easy. That's why, I, like you said, the little stuff on Instagram, like, ooh, I want a baby girl. You're going to change some diapers. You're going to get it. You got to be the doctor, the nurse, the teacher. Everything. We're all in one and work and still make it happen. Still make yeah. some type of income for it to make sure y'all good and got a roof over y'all's head. You and know? Balance. Balance. So, it's like, when y'all talk about, like, single parents, do you feel like single parent mean, like, you're the only one taking care of the child? Is that, like, how you would define a single parent? Or if you are and your significant other are no longer together or the person that you made the baby with are no longer together... Then that makes you. Are you a single parent that way, or are you a single parent because you're the only one making shit happen? Like I say, if I, it's just you making just to happen, happen by yourself, that's yeah. the only single parent. Just because y'all broke up, that don't mean you single. Cause hey, you want to go to your dad's house? Yeah, he's okay. right here. Like unless they being petty, you know, the baby mm-hmm. mom or the baby dad, whichever one being petty, and like you're not going to see them. You know, mm-hmm. that's lame. But if she doing it by herself, no help from the person who helped you make the baby, not your family. You're if, yeah, you're a single mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause now like yeah or dad. I don't <laughs> like my oldest. His son. I mean his son. <laughs> his dad like he helps a lot more than he used to. So I don't say I'm a single parent. I just call him a part time dad. Right? Yeah, cause there's levels. There's levels. There's levels to this shit. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Cause I have some people who like have like maybe are getting financial help from their child's father, but they're not getting that physical time with it. So it's like, even though financially you have that help, he's not helping you raise this child. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And then there's some people who are getting no financial help, but dad gets the kids every weekend. So it's like, it's that little like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's levels to everything. See, and that's just stuff I just don't want to figure out. Like, I'm going to just wait for my husband. But then even when you have your husband, it's not even... Yeah, you still... You still got to do something on your own. Yeah. I just can't. 
feel like to get married. I'm gonna just keep <laughs> y'all's kids. Like, like, <laughs> like, Listen, I'll just be the nanny. Fuck it. Like I'll just be the nanny. You be calling like, when is time you gonna meet your kids? I keep saying that all the time. Like I really just want a nanny. Like not that they have to go over there, but you can come to my house and help like get them together because it's just overwhelming. Yes, that's a good word. I've had a day where I just. They will come ask me something. I'm like, oh my God, just leave me alone. I'm just crying. Like, please, they'll be like, mom, I just asked for applesauce. <laughs> like, what is going on? I remember I did that one day. My son was like, mom, can we go? Ah. <laughs> What's wrong? What? Are you? <laughs> it just, you don't, you don't understand. I need some space. Get out. Go in your room. That's funny. <laughs> I just, I. I don't want to wake up to change diapers in the middle of the night. Like, that's the going to be hard part for me is my girl. sleep. Like, oh, girl, they're going to be every two hours. <laughs> like, every two hours. What? It's crazy because Braxton, this is, y'all, this three, my Brax. He was the best baby. He didn't cry. He didn't wake up in the middle of the night. He slept till about 9, 30, 10. As soon as he got the walk in, he flipped the script. <laughs> and my, and Billy, he was the opposite. He was a crybaby. He always was a, uh, they always different. The kids yes. are always different. Like I'm just like, ah, yes. But I do want another baby. One more. One more? A girl? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want a little girl, but I don't know if I'm going to do it. Yeah, whatever. Whatever happens. One more. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I know we wanted to touch on the whole bullying thing and how you deal with your kids at school. So, um, did you have something you wanted to? Yeah, I feel like, kid, like I said, I feel like, bullying it's a collective as far as who to blame like i feel like kids imitate what they see at home i feel like teachers don't always get involved as much as they should and it's just like we see stories now where kids are like six seven killing themselves because they're being bullied so like i my god kids don't have a problem with getting bullied i know james has stopped kids from bullying at one point in time or another but how how do you guys deal with that like would you do you feel like your kids would be comfortable enough to come to you if they were being bullied like how would you handle a situation if your your kid was being bullied or if even if they stopped a bully i'll go to war <laughs> if my kids are getting bullied what i don't know but i do think my kids will be comfortable enough to come to me and let me know that someone's messing with them i'm glad i have it had to deal with it yeah but, because I don't know how I would act, like, bullying my kid. We're going to the school. I want to talk to the principal. I want to talk to this person that's bullying me and their parent. Period. Bullying is not okay at all. Like, And if it's my kid doing it, he will for sure be dealt with. Like, listen, you, I will talk to him, let him know that this is not okay. And they have, if they have to turn it to an ass whooping, then that's what it is. Because <laughs> then I'm going to bully feel. him. Like, I, I seen an article on, or a story on Facebook the other day of a little girl. She was four. She was autistic. And she was getting picked on by a bully. The kid kept kicking her in the leg. And so when she came home and told her mom, of course, her mom went to the school. And the teachers was like, well, no, we think that she's lying. Like, she has bruises. Like, how is she lying? And they're like, well, sometimes kids who have autism will mimic something that they see and create a story. Like, the teachers was just not trying to hear it at mm-hmm. all. See, and I... My best friend, she has had situations happen at school. Like she's like, "Well, BB, I didn't want to tell you because I know how you are. Because I will go up to the daycare, I will go up to the school <laughs> in a heartbeat, and I will flip out. And my 
oldest godson, he used to have dreads, and a little girl had cut his dread when he was in, like, the first grade, I think. And, of course, they can't tell us who the little girl was because, of course, retaliation. So it was just like, what is? why don't you y'all teach y'all's kids to keep their hands to, <laughs> to their, their fucking, fucking selves? Yeah, yeah, like, because now I got to beat your little five-year-old up, and then I'm going to jail because <laughs> they messing with my five-year-old over here. Like, it, yeah. teach your kids to keep their hands to their selves. That's why I would say, t- where's the parent? Where is the parent? And then the teacher that was in the room, what the fuck are you doing? Why yeah. ain't you? What is, what is your focus on? Because it's not on these kids. Because how did she get scissors and cut my And it's hard. Yeah, head. it's hard to manage however many kids at one time. But still, like, that's yours. So, of course, you see it differently. Mm-hmm. But I always tell, like, anytime I've been in a relationship, I always tell the guy, like, look, you gonna have to be the parent to handle that. Because when it comes to the kids in the school and the teachers, and you got to handle that because I'm going to go to jail. Like, period. You got to know your role with the parenting. Yeah. And going up to the school ain't going to be mine. Because, yeah. It's going to be bad. We'll all be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really had a bullying situation besides, like, um, some kids picking on Reese's shoes, like, talking about his vans, and so he didn't want to wear them anymore. So I didn't really know how to handle it because, like, I'm I'm with you. It's I'm going to go overboard. And so I, I let Marcus handle it, and he was just kind of, like, teaching him how to riff. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna be that parent. Like yes. my kids gonna have to. You I come don't back know how to crazy. riff, so I just I'm gonna be mad. I'm like hit him. <laughs> at this point, at this point, hit him. Beat, beat like, his ass. Yeah, bullying is just like so. Riffing is funny. Like back in the day, like everyone used to riff. Yeah, each other. yeah. Like, nobody got bullied when we bad, But school. now it's like kids are like really bring like, your guns to school. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I don't know. Like I would want my kids to be able to come and tell me like, look, I'm being bullied. But then also, I if I found out my child was bullying someone, when I tell <laughs> you, I'm I would sad. lose it. Because yeah. <laughs> that is just so fucked up to me. I don't like adult bullies. Because there's adults that bully. Yeah. I don't like adults to bully. So I damn sure don't like kids that are bullying. On an, I, I, That is just something that grinds my gears. Like, I used to get, like, I don't know, like, in high school, I wouldn't say it was, like, bullied because I never knew who was doing it, but, like, people would come and, like, trash my lockers. Haters. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Was, they were hating because they couldn't show their face. But, like, I come to my locker, and I'm like, Liz the hoe. I'm like, I'm not even messing with guys. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Go to the bathroom stall, lens of this, and I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Trying to get kick, kick me off the cheerleading team, like, everything. So, and I, or one time my car got completely egged. Like, it was bad. Who would have been worried in that school? Yeah, it was bad. So, but it's like, I don't know who's even doing this yeah. stuff. But I would just come home and tell my mom about it. They would, like, you know, laugh it off. I didn't really care because I just was like, oh, I'm getting all this attention. <laughs> <laughs> you love me. You love me. <laughs> but, like, I would definitely want my kids to come and tell me. Yeah. And I definitely, if I find out my kid is bullying other yeah. kids. Because I was never, ever like that. Right. Like, I'm the one that's going to, like, go out of my way and sit with somebody who's not, like, who's eating alone. Or I'm going to try to make sure everyone feels comfortable right. and confident in themselves. Like, I'm one to, like, speak positivity in someone's life versus to bring them down. So I'm going to feel like I did something wrong if my child is a bully. Yeah. Like, what did I, where yeah. did I go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me think, like, though, like I said, those little kids, I remember there was a little boy in, in Cincinnati. He committed suicide because yes. he was being bullied. I think he was eight. Like... Yes. What happens where you don't feel comfortable to go to your parents or is it that your parents don't believe you or what yeah. happens where it gets that bad where you kill yourself? Like it's been happening. And a what lot. are the like, yeah. and what are the parents? 
Yeah. And it, what are their parents doing to make them feel like bullying is okay? Why aren't you, adjust, you know? Yeah, like, it's I just, think, it's crazy. sorry, <sighs> um, I think some parents just don't know to ha- how to have that conversation. Because I know with me and my sisters have this issue, like, my sisters, they go to Olentangy, so it's majority white. People talk about them, talk about their hair, call them all types of names. To their and, face or? Yeah. And. Oh, my God. See. It's like to the point where, like, one of my sisters, like, she just thinks she doesn't think she's beautiful. Like, oh she cut her, she was cutting herself at one point in time. It was like, she just hated, you know, herself and just being at school. And. We cannot talk to my parents. Like, if we try to tell my mom, like, you know, this person said that, she was like, why do you give a fuck? Like, you need to be stronger than that. You need to be tough. Say something back. And it's just like, damn, like, why can't I be vulnerable? Like, you cannot yeah. talk mm-hmm. to them because they just immediately just attack you. And you're just like, you I wish I never said well, they can come. Yeah. Well, they can come to you? They can come to that's me. Good. Which is good because, they're like, that shit, that's nothing to play with. Like, that's some people can be going through stuff like that. And I, I not feel beautiful. And, you know, because yeah. back when we were in school, it was just that you was ugly if you wasn't light-skinned, if you wasn't a red bone. Mm-hmm. If you wasn't a red bone, you was not, you wasn't cute. You a red bone over there, so. Go to <laughs> you, you know what? I would give but, anything to be a brown-skinned girl. I'm I, okay. Like, I want to be like, chocolate. <laughs> yeah, but now, you know, nowadays everybody's like Melanie. Because I hate to say that. Like, I don't think, <laughs> just because you light-skinned don't mean you you're cute. you cute. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and that's coming from a light-skinned girl. I don't even like light-skinned people half the time. But... <laughs> I, I don't know, but who? This, I I'm just saying. This was back in the day. Yeah. That was like our book. Like yeah, back yeah, in the day, yeah. that's what they used to so, say. I so now, like yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like now, they're all at an all white school, and they're the only colored people. And you know us. It, what's up? Let's fight, bitch, because you ain't about right. to keep on talking. And the sad part about that is that your parents probably think that they're giving their children the their, best, the opportunity to go to the best school. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because with me. I went through, not not that I was bullied, but like, I mean, they was talking about my lips when I went to white schools because they ain't got done. And they got, hey, hey, got and they got to get it done and shit, injections <laughs> and shit. Anyways, so, but like, my mom knew that I was uncomfortable, so she tried to like send me to a black school. Like, I went to Northland. So, I'm going from going all Olentangy to fucking Northland. It was just so And different. then they probably talked about you because you talk like a white girl. Listen, yeah. <laughs> people really try to bully me. And it was like, I really didn't know nobody. So I was really quiet in high school. But it, I just ignored it. And I'm just like, okay, like, you could sit there and make faces. That I really don't give a fuck. But, like, it was just different. But my mom also didn't like that environment. So she refuses to send them to, to a black, to a black like she, she was see, gonna keep them at to go back I think you really hit someone said it like no you said it Dario I think that's why um and you was like well why don't some kids feel comfortable and how your mom it's like oh, yeah. you don't feel comfortable because you know your mom you know yeah so it's like you getting it with your mom. parents you yeah. should be able Angles, to be vulnerable yeah. with your parents and the more vulnerable yeah. you're able to feel with your parents the more open more honest you can be so when you have a child, when you know, and a lot of times in the black community, it's like, what? You let somebody talk shit about you? You're, yeah. You care? You're soft. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be right. like that. Yeah. You're supposed to be harder than them. You're supposed to be mentally strong. You're not allowed to get any breaks. You're not, that's not expected of you. Like, you're expected to be like this strong, hard. like-minded, hard, I can take anything, stick yeah. stones, may break my bones, right. but words may never hurt me. Yeah. 
So I think that's why. Yeah. But it's like, okay, you telling me that is not instilling strength in me. Right. At all. Right. At all. You know, that's not making me a stronger person. Like, I need to be able to be vulnerable. And I feel like that's why I'm able to tell my parents everything or maybe even my mom more than my dad because I can be completely vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I can tell you, like, this hurts me. I have feelings. Like, these are my feelings. And I think as parents, that's something that, you know, our generations to start making sure that we have children that feel like they can be vulnerable with us, that they can express themselves to us without it being shut that shit up. No one's trying to hear that. Yeah, Right. right. Toughen it up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's the, like, and I feel like sometimes these kids, unfortunately, that are like nine and ten, and they're committing suicide, and the parents are completely oblivious of what's going on. I feel like that child didn't feel comfortable with talking to their parents. Right, they felt like they can't ex- have those I- expressions or feel that way or have those emotions, or they, or if they did, they would be, they wouldn't be validated by their parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really so, unfortunate. I yeah, I, I definitely do um, agree with that. That's why looking back at the way I was brought up parenting, I try to switch it uh, uh, just to make sure they're not, because my mom was the type to be like, I would come home and say, I, I was in middle school and I was getting bullied. I was going to champion middle school. Definitely the fucking hood. <laughs> and they were bullying me. I don't know if it was because, I don't know. I would like literally run home, go home. They would chase me after school, try to fight me. I don't know. I would just be scared as fuck. And my mom was like, if you keep running home, I'm going to beat your ass, like, all hard. I'm like, mom, I don't know how to fight. I've never been into a fight. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. What, what the fuck, bro? Like, until one day I just, you know, got out there and ended up fighting the girl. So that just made me. So I got my mom like, you're not about to lose a fight. You get your ass beat. I'm beating your ass. So <laughs> now everybody. Yeah, so now everybody's just like. <laughs> So I'm trying to, okay, let me not be like this with my kids because now I can't nobody say nothing to me when I be like, what's up? Yeah, like, oh, I'm yeah. mad. And that's that just because. Yeah, So now I'm like, I got my mom in my ear, like, yeah, you better not like that. So now ever since then, somebody said one thing to me, well, let's fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. So that's now how I'm I like. Got my, first fight. <laughs> my sister was like, if you don't beat that little girl's ass, I'm going to beat your ass. And I was scared of my. She created a monster. cousin got jumped and we all went to the movies and these little girls was up there my grandma went with us and was like oh they about to beat y'all's ass we was in Aeropostale oh, fighting these girls no. yes my whole grandma made us go fight these girls yeah so it's like I don't want my kids I don't want them to be soft asses but damn like I don't want them to be cra- bullying right, it's, right, like, bully right. it's gonna be bullying yeah, at this point it's gonna be bullying at this point what's that
Um, one thing I do want to touch on before we close out. Um, what scares you? I know you guys have boys. What scares you about raising young boys, young kids? Um, I think what what scares me the most is how the violence in this world is just becoming just at an all time high and for black men. Yeah. And I I know I, I touched on this with you, but like we were coming home and we seen some cops and Royce just randomly was like, the the cops are bad people. You know, they're not for us. They want to kill us all. Like when you see a cops, you got to say, hands up, don't shoot. And I was just looking at him like, where did you learn this? Because me and him haven't really had that conversation yet because I really don't know how to have that conversation with him yet. And it's like I try to keep his innocence and try not to really touch on everything that's going on. But I feel like at this point, you have, you to, have to because it's just so much mm-hmm. going on. So I think that scares me. Just I don't want to leave this world. I don't want my kids to leave before I do, I should mm-hmm. say. And it's so many mothers losing their their children. It's like I don't want to be that mom. Yeah, uh, that that's what scares that's, me the most. That I had two, and that was one of them because, Lord, like they just killing people. It's not even the police, just black on black. Yeah, like hating and type stuff. Like, and my little son, he he's not he want to be a police officer. He like well, I'm gonna be a police officer, but it's just all that violence and stuff. I'm just scared. I don't want to be that mom either. Yeah. So. That's that's one of the things that I was scared of. But one other thing is, um, dang, why did I, why did I just lose my train of thought? Um, sexuality, like with us when we was growing up, and I don't mean nothing by this. I'm all for gays. Like, please don't take this the wrong way. But when we was growing up, there wasn't a lot of people gay. Like, wasn't nobody coming out, or it was secretly. Now, like, it's everywhere. Like, it's to the point it's on TV. What we watching? Cartoons. We went cartoons. They're doing things like that, and then on top of that, like it's also, we was in public. We went to a bathroom. It's unisex bathrooms. Like, and it's like the new norm now. So when they're growing up and they're seeing all of this, this is normal. Like, who are you to say don't do? That? Like, who are you to say you know you can't do this? This is what boys do. Or this is girl. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so hard. Like, I'll accept anything. Like. That's my kid, whatever. But it's just like the new norm now. Like everybody, if you, it's just everywhere. It's like scary. I see it so much, and I was just like, damn. Like, they, what if one day they just figure, what, what, what do we do? Like, are we? It's just there. Like it's smacking somebody's face. I just remember growing up. It was never. I never even knew nothing about it for real because now people just want to come out and the unisex bathroom threw me all the way off. I was, I was furious. <laughs> like what? Like, you're in a bathroom with a man and a woman. Like, either way. I just, it ain't with me. Those are the two things that I was just like, ugh. Yeah. That's understandable. I think with the whole sexuality thing, it's a fine line, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to jump completely off topic here. Mm -hmm. I I feel like it's one thing for somebody to feel like they are born that way. And Mm -hmm. I I, I do think that that is a possibility because I have friends who are – um, gay or lesbian uh-huh. and they for as long as they can remember and you know early age like three two before kids are really able to even formulate a thought or a memory they say that they always felt 
this way or they felt different. So I do think a person can be born with it, but I think it's a fine line between someone who was born with it versus that idea being forced on people. Because like you said, it's in the shows that we watch. People are more open with it in public than what they were when we were coming up. You have the unisex bathrooms, and I think it can be confusing for a child. And then on top of that, with all the single mothers, we doing our makeup in front of them. We getting dressed in front of them. I mean, if you raising boys, you know, girls, but this is our normal shit. We're not thinking nothing of it. Mm -hmm. We just getting dressed. We're doing what we do. Like, doing our makeup, you know, we... Yeah. Like, listening to the songs. Like, we just just doing what we do. We we don't got no daughter. Like, we can't get it with our kids. Like, whatever. But that's just, like, your normal thing. But you don't know if they looking. That's just... And then, the, and then you coming out in the world, and it's just like, boom, yeah. everybody gay, let's go. Yeah. Like, it's just... But I don't, I don't know. Well, first of all, I'm ridiculously and overly open-minded. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a completely different idea. I remember I was 10 years old, my dad told me, I don't care who you love, what color their, their skin is, or, you know, what, uh, what color their skin is, or what gender they are, as long as they treat you good. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. my fear of my child, the only fear that I would have as far as my child's sexuality is if they feel like they could not be who they, they were. were. Now, that shit would hurt me more right. than them coming home, male or female, telling me that they like the same sex. Yeah. I would be more so upset and hurt that they felt like they, they had to live in... Uh, with a mask or not pretend to be someone that they are not because I can only imagine how that feels and now as far as everything being like in your face I think just nowadays we're just more so like comfortable we're we're comfortable we're open now people are open this is how people you know I don't think the amount of gay people have increased I think the amount of gay people who are comfortable with being Being, gay yeah has increased versus um a man who was um Secretly liked uh, men his whole entire life, but was forced to marry a woman, woman and have yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, if that's not what you want to do, then that's what you know. You don't have, you don't have to do yeah. it. Right. And I don't know about y'all ladies, but guess what? I rather men go be with a man that wants to be a man with them because of my black me. ass, right? right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's sixty five and he coming to me like, you know what, baby? We didn't had eight kids together. We didn't yeah. been together since we were twelve. <laughs> But I like dick. Okay, no. I need you to say that from the beginning. I need you to be comfortable from that, from the jump, okay? Yeah. Right. I want people to be who they are. That's my thing. Yeah. As a child, as a person who hopefully is going to be a future mom, I want my kids to be comfortable with being whoever it is that they are. Right. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. I do. I say that when I have those conversations and relationships, like if my kid came to me and said, Mom, I think I'm gay or whatever the case may be, I would be completely fine with that. I wouldn't love them any less. I wouldn't harbor any ill will about it. Mm-hmm. I think the only part I would struggle with is if it was during their teenage years because I already felt some way about having your boyfriend or your girlfriend in my house. You yeah. know what I mean? So for it to be the same sex, mm-hmm. I just don't know how I would handle that right, part of it. Right. But that's how I feel. Like, I want you to be able to be open. And But mm-hmm. then, like I said, I think it's a fine line between that being your natural feeling mm-hmm. and it being... An idea like, oh, well, they're gay on TV, so now I want to be gay. Right. You know what I mean? But see, I don't know because they say that, but it's like, have you ever seen something on TV? like you? I mean, get, not, not not when we was would, growing up, but no, now. No, but anything. Just not even my sex. For me, listen, my sexuality is my, this, that is, is like yeah. chemistry. Like, that is who I am. Like, I didn't think to myself, like, you know what? I'm a, like, Child watch anything but doctors and lawyers on TVs and the bill yeah. 
like your child gonna be like, you know what? I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. And you can force it down someone's throat. Like I feel like certain things are just who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. Now, another thing that I can touch on now, if you mess with my fucking child and you sexually abuse my child and yeah. now my child is having issues with their sexuality, now that's a whole, whole other fucking thing. thing. Yeah. And yeah. that's some shit that I will, like, go off on. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. That, now, I've seen that happen, I feel like, where kids were kids. unfortunately molested yeah. Um, yeah. by sometimes the same sex and now they're having confusing thoughts about their sexuality. Now, yeah. that happens a lot, yeah. you know? So I definitely 100% get that. And that's some shit that will... Drive me. That would probably be one of my fears. Yeah, having a child and them be abused in any way. Yeah, yeah. Because that's like your whole entire world, like everything you love, being abused, whether yeah. it's mentally, physically, emotionally, sexually. Yeah, that would be more so my fear, and then I would be upset that I they would... were not like that was something that I could have prevented. prevented. Ah, yeah. Anything yeah. that I could prevent, that would really get me going. But. Yeah. But then this come, but then the, it comes back to them being comfortable enough to even come to you. Yeah, yeah. like it, so it you know like comfortable, just make sure yeah. yeah. So back everything is coming all together. Like, well, you talk to me like that, you know, like yeah. the way you talk to them, to the way you parent them. Yeah, for them to be open enough to even come to you and let you know, mom, this is yeah. what I'm feeling. They this is what I want. That. Yeah, so and they have, have to be have comfortable because this is as a parent. Absolutely, they come to tell you. It can't yeah. be like, uh, no, no, no. We're going to find out. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to believe you. I don't care if you come in here and you tell me some crazy wild shit that happened to you. I'm going to believe you. We're going to figure this out. Yeah. 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 Just with know? them being comfortable yeah. with you and with any parent. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Anybody. So I know this was the last thing we wanted to touch on to kind of get to a happier note and not the things that scares. I know the three of us all have boys that we're bringing up. My God, kids, your son. What's the best thing about having boys? For me, I feel like compared to my nieces, my godsons, they love on me. Like, boys are loving. Like, they love on you, and I hope they keep that as men. But they they, they want to hug me and be up under me, and they tell me, like, I'll take my weave out, and all three of them, BB, I like your hair. <laughs> yes. Like, they do that. Brandon comes, and he wants to comb my hair, come and comb his mom's hair, because he just think our hair is pretty. And, Mommy, you look pretty today. BB, you look pretty today. Whereas, like, my nieces, they're a little bit older now. They're six and eight. And they just got attitudes like, well, BB, I don't feel like talking today. Like, girl, shut up. Like, you know I mean? <laughs> so I think boys are just really loving of yeah. the of the two. They're more loving than little They're girls. I yeah yeah. I definitely <laughs> agree. <laughs> yeah. I definitely agree. My son would say the other day, um, "Mom, you so cute, pretty." <laughs> <laughs> And that's the, that's the little one, Braxton. Yeah. So I feel like I, and then here go Bentley. Why you always telling mom that? Like, bro, you tell me that too. Like, yeah. they're super loving. And just them being, you, you looking at them not wanting to do no crazy shit, motivating yeah. you to do better. Because if it wasn't for them, I would probably, I don't know where I would be right now. Yeah. They stop you from a lot and make you think about what you do before you do it. Because you know that you got two boys looking up to you. Yeah. So everything that you do is based off of, I mean, everything you do is going reflect your kids so just them being motivating for me I think for me like my answer as far as like the best thing about being a parent and the best thing about having boys is definitely them being loving but I think when it comes to just me having boys is I would say because I'm a female it's like I get a different experience raising boys Mm -hmm. and I just it makes me happy to see them grow into like young men and yeah. yes i see how royce 
he prays with MJ. Like, so the other night, MJ's in the bed, and he's just, like, saying little parts. He don't know how to say it, but he's saying little parts of Royce's prayer, and it was just, like, so cute. Like, I was just like, oh, y'all are just so cute. Like, their bond, seeing their bond, like, brotherhood, that just makes me so happy. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Because now... Braxton, he still wants to watch Bubble Guppies and stuff, and Bailey like, I want to watch Dizzy Channel, I want to watch Jesse. Like, bro, they're fl- they're people, they're real people. Like, oh, okay, so now you want to, yeah, so now you want to watch. He's like, I'm like, oh, okay. Just they're getting older, just seeing all of them. Just I know for one thing, cherish them when they're young because they grow so fast. They do. All of those moments are just yeah. like, dang, this was just yesterday. I was holding you, changing your diaper, and now you don't even want to hold my hand. Okay, yeah. right. The oldest one, he's almost is my almost my height, and. I'll just be like, I wish you were a baby again. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, BB, I don't want to be a baby. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> say that now. I don't want to be a baby. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the bond between the three of them is amazing. Like, And like I said, Brandon, he has no concept of size. Like, he thinks he's just as big as James. He calls James his little brother. Like, they'll be wrestling. <laughs> and that's and he, the baby? That's the baby, okay. the two-year-old. He be right there wrestling with him. I got a video. It's James on top, on the bottom. Aiden is on James' back, and then Brandon's on Aiden's back. And they all just fighting. Like, the bond, and then... You look at the pictures, like, how they looked a year ago and how they looked two years ago, yeah. and to see them grow is amazing. And I think the opportunity just to raise good men. Like, I know we get on the show and we talk about men ain't this and men ain't that, but we <laughs> love y'all, you know what I mean? But the opportunity to raise young men in regards to how to treat a woman, like, they know to open doors and different things like that. So just to really raise them to be kings you know what yeah. i mean like i think that that's dope yeah. and the same with little girls to raise them to be queens and to know their worth and things like that so it's just the opportunity to really like create a great person you know what i mean yeah. I, I think that that's dope yeah okay well i just wanted to thank you guys for being here um did you guys have any like final thoughts no Okay. Well, I just <laughs> wanted to sign language <laughs> over here. Sorry. <laughs> um, as always, just wanted to remind you guys to keep sending us like stories and listener questions to our email at takecontrolpodcast at gmail dot com. Every Monday, I will post my playlist in the Facebook group. Every Friday, Brandy will post her self care tips. And now on Instagram, you can look forward to Lynn posting our um, weekly questions on Thursdays. And that's all we have. Thank you, guys. Before we forget, guys, don't forget to listen on iTunes and subscribe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need five stars, please. (laughs) Thank you, guys. See you next Wednesday. Bye.